Before we get into today's channel, I have to talk about my friend Devin Tracy, aka as he's known or used to be known on YouTube, Atheism Was Unstoppable, being banned off of Patreon. For those of you who are unaware, Devin actually made all of his content available, his new content that he's still making that's better than ever, to his paid subscribers through their system. However, recently, out of nowhere, Patreon decided that Devin committed the grave crime of hate speech, so he was banned off the platform. Now he's trying his appeal, he's trying all of that, but for now, if you want to support Devin independently and you don't want to go through the Sensor TV ecosystem, then you can go over to subscribestore.com slash atheism where you will have access to all of the content that he's creating. Devin does not have a real mechanism of reaching all of his audience members that he lost on Patreon, so I'm trying to do my part and you should spread the word to the people that you know that watch AIU that you could still see his content there going forward. That is subscribestore.com slash atheism. Again, subscribestore.com slash atheism link in the description of this video now let's get into the video black lives matter is a scam there's no plainer way to put it than the fact that the organization from top to bottom is just nonsensical in every possible way first and foremost their claims about society what they exist to fix in our society is a non-problem they allege systemic police abuse against black people and they go to case after case of police killings of black people but it turns out 99 times out of 100 when you investigate these cases they turn out to be completely fraudulent now while it is true that that the inception of the organization actually came about after the Trayvon Martin situation, they really cut their teeth in terms of police cases on the Michael Brown shooting. And as we've gone over a million times on this channel, that shooting was 100% justified. Three separate autopsies showed that Michael Brown did not have his hands up. The majority of the witnesses, the ones that weren't his friend trying to profit off of the lie related to Michael Brown, said that Brown was charging at Officer Darren Wilson and all of the forensic evidence supports it. And this was done and shown in an investigation, not only by the state police in Missouri, but by Barack Obama's Department of Justice. And again, when they elected a district attorney specifically to reopen the Michael Brown case, because people still don't believe the forensic evidence, this guy came up with nothing. Have you ever wondered why you lose that youthful glow over time? Well, it turns out a big factor in the aging equation is collagen, or to be more accurate, the fact that your body produces 10% less collagen each in every decade and thus you don't have that glue that binds your skin together making it look young so what do you do about this i recommend supplementing with health with justice and the reason i recommend this collagen powder is unlike the other ones that you'll find over the store is that this one contains about five different types of collagen and it comes with the 60-day money-back guarantee on top of that, if you go to healthwithjustice.com, guess what? It's 51% off. 51% off, five different types of collagen, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. You can't beat that deal. Take it once a day restore the youthful glow in your skin. Yet despite the fact that Black Lives Matter not only pushed this fraud, still pushes this fraud, and continues to push fraud after fraud, they continue to raise money, and they continue to be treated and viewed as a respected organization. However, after the whole George Floyd thing, they really exploded. People started chucking money in their direction, as did corporations, and Black Lives Matter took in millions upon millions of dollars. However, all of a sudden, things started to get sketchy behind the scenes. 
scenes. All of a sudden, you started to see stories about women like Patrice Cullors signing contracts with Warner Brothers and buying multiple high-end pieces of real estate. We started to hear about how she actually transferred money from the Black Lives Matter organization to a charity, to a nonprofit that her wife ran in Canada, and they used that to buy a mansion that was the former headquarters of the Communist Party. We started to see videos and stories break about how they secretly purchased a $6 million home in Los Angeles, supposedly, according to them, so that activists would have a secure place to stay, and yet she was hosting parties for her son, hosting parties for Joe Biden winning the election, and shooting YouTube videos about how glorious it is for them while they sip champagne in the $6 million home that they bought straight up in cash that they definitely didn't need to buy. But the wild thing about this video that we're going to talk about today is that those are all separate scandals. The fact that Black Lives Matter, the organization, didn't have a treasurer and thus the state of California forbade them from accepting donations not too long ago is a separate issue. Right now, Black Lives Matter's affiliate organizations are actually suing the head of their national organization for supposedly siphoning off $10 million from the group. Now, the man we're going to talk about today is called Shalama Bowers. And honestly, the allegations related to Bowers alleged allegedly stealing $10 million are far less interesting than what he actually confirmed, according to him, was paid to work at BLM. According to this lawsuit and according to disclosures of the organization, this man took in over $2 million for eight months worth of work at BLM. That $2.1 million is not money that he's accused of stealing. It's not money that he's accused of defrauding. It is actual salary that was paid to this man for less than eight months worth of work. And I know what you're saying, if you're smart and you're out there, the people who manage these nonprofits are essentially like CEOs. They have to manage all these donations and make the organization run, and they have to spend money wisely in order to make it sustainable. But here's the thing. This organization immediately fell out of compliance in the state of California when this guy assumed control. So he's being paid $2.1 million in legal salary. This isn't even getting into the $10 million that he was alleged to have stolen from an organization that is so out of compliance that they cannot accept donations in the state of California. And the state of California is actually looking into them and investigating them for potentially criminal activity. I would love to work at a job that I can be so terrible at that I've actually put the organization under national scrutiny for fraud and still pull in $2.1 million over the course of a little under eight months. And by the way, this totally explains why Black Lives Matter, the organization, was so pro-rioting and supportive of looting whenever they were asked about the Black Lives Matter riots and their destruction. It's not only that they want to protect criminals that are looting on the streets, they actually internalize looting as a philosophy for running their nonprofit, and that's what this person is a accused of one of the greatest instances of looting of all time now to get into the nitty-gritty according to the lawsuit bowers was actually installed as the head of the black lives matter organization by patrice colors the same woman who was criticized for all her different real estate holdings who responded to the criticism by saying that she wants to build black intergenerational wealth so her using her position as an activist to profit and buy all these homes 
is her helping a black family. Therefore, if you're against that, you're racist and you're against black people building intergenerational wealth. But apparently, when she passed it to this guy, because she was totally not a scammer, it was done for the purpose of him transitioning the organization to Black Lives Matter grassroots. However, Bowers had a completely different idea. It wasn't enough for him to be completely overpaid by this organization for less than eight months worth of work. He actually took steps to seize control over it. The first thing that he did was change all the passwords, according to this lawsuit, of the official Black Lives Matter social media accounts, so that way nobody else in the organization could control the message related to Black Lives Matter. He also failed to disclose any fundraisers or the information that he's legally obligated to do so, not only to the states and in compliance with all the regulations of being a nonprofit, but to other people in leadership in the Black Lives Matter global initiative. On top of that, he also started removing systematically each and every person that questioned him until he was actually the sole person in a leadership position in this organization. Now, by the way, I just called it the Black Lives Matter Global Initiative. I must have combined it with the name of the Clinton Foundation, which was called the Clinton Global Initiative. It's actually called the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation. So anytime I said it wrong before, just know I'm correcting it right here. My apologies. Sometimes when you shoot for the hip, you miss. Now, the suit alleges that Bowers used a series of underhanded tactics and backroom deals in order to make sure that he was the sole person in charge of everything that is going on at this nonprofit organization. But it actually gets even funnier than that. Allegedly, Bowers actually trademarked or attempted to trademark the name of the new organization, the Black Lives Matter grassroots that they were going to transition to, so that way he would have control if all of his plans failed and he would be able to profit off of them trying to use that name in order to promote their agenda. This guy is an A-plus scam artist, and he was heading off the organizers in every possible way. Now, other than Bowers allegedly trying to trademark the logo of the organization that Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation was supposed to transition to, is the fact that he's still raising money using this known organization without disclosing it to anybody. Again, he's the only person, according to this suit, in a senior position at this organization which is patently illegal and one of the reasons why the state of California didn't want them to solicit donations in that state anymore. You need to have a separate treasurer. You need to have people managing the money and people doing the marketing and all that. There has to be a chain of command because when you're given tax-exempt status, that comes with conditions and disclosure is actually one of those conditions. But Bowers actually has the A-plus perfect defense. Bowers, of course, says that he didn't do anything wrong. Everything's on the up and up. There was no transition plan. This is exactly how Black Lives Matter is supposed to run. The fact that he has a consulting firm that is being paid by this organization is totally normal. And more importantly, what is actually going on is that these bad actors that are trying to wrestle control of the organization from him are fueling right-wing hate and right-wing racism. Therefore, if you accuse him of stealing and not disclosing where this money is and talk about the fact that he made $2.1 million for eight months of work and that work was him running the organization's reputation into the ground so badly that even Democratic attorney generals are looking into it, you're actually fueling racism. What's wrong with you? You're racist. And if you think I'm exaggerating, check out this statement. Quote, the BLM GNF board requested, on over 10 occasions, private mediation or meetings with Melina Abdullah 
and BLM grassroots, including and regarding social media policies. We did so in order to stay true to the principles of abolition, resolving issues through conflict mediation rather than falling victim to the carceral logic and social violence that fuels the legal system. But Melina Abdullah and BLM GR ignored or refused our offers. To the contrary, they would rather take the same steps of our white oppressors and utilize the criminal legal system, which is propped up by white supremacy, this same system they say they want to dismantle in parentheses, to solve movement disputes. Again, bravo. Let me steal from you, and I guess you gotta go to mediation with me, because if you go to the legal system, white supremacy, white supremacist, white, 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 people bad. In particular, Melina Abdullah and BLM GR storytelling concerning the current BLM GNF board is harmful, divisive, and false. It only gives fodder to right-wing media's clear agenda of sowing distrust and division among black folks. By the way, I gotta knock you for not spelling folks F-O-L-X. That is the appropriate non-white supremacist way to do it. And it is in deep contrast to the abolitionist values and the fight for black liberation. This statement is amazing in every possible way because they kind of got them by the balls. You already said you wanted to abolish the legal system. So now you have to let this man allegedly steal $10 million for you and go into social mediation. Otherwise, you're dividing up the black folks. Now look, I absolutely love everything about this story, except for the fact that some of the people who legitimately believed that racism was a serious problem and didn't have much money to begin with actually donated to this organization just to line the pockets of the various founders because this organization is riddled with scandals and riddled with the lavish lifestyle and them profiting off of it. However, the lefty progressives that have been donating money to this that think America's super evil and that half of the country is irresistible redeemably racist deserve to be scammed by this organization if you donate to an organization that justifies looting you shouldn't be surprised that that organization got looted now obviously this lawsuit is in its infancy it would still have to go to trial we would still have to see who's right and who's wrong but what i'm looking forward more than anything related to this case is not anybody going to jail or anybody being proven to be a fraud or anything like that what I want to see is the discovery. That is the bare minimum that I will accept, which is everything and anything related to how they're spending their money, because whether or not something is specifically criminal doesn't mean it's not incredibly shady, incredibly questionable, and I think we, as the American people, have a right to know what these people say behind the scenes, especially since that can be published in this public lawsuit, and I will read through it dramatically. It will be a whole production. I'm going to enjoy it. You're going to enjoy it. We're all going to get on board, because they definitely deserve it for the damage that they've done to our nation. But hey, those are just my thoughts, so let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you like this video, show me by leaving a like, subscribe for more content, follow me on all my social media, support me via the support links in the description box of this video. This has been me talking about the BLM lawsuit, yet another financial scandal with that organization. Till next time.